Wrestling is trash. Wrestling is trash. And welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash, the podcast where we are very pet friendly here. Oh, yeah. We have our little doggos here that hang out right here next to us. We wanted to give our doggo some love real quick my dog's look my dog looking around like what's he's going right on? into the camera he's ready he's like bro okay i've made it this is my <laughs> show now he knows how Who to look at guy? his hard cam but uh well oh, now he wants more but welcome back everyone one of your co-hosts of wrestling is trash nick anaselli here to talk AEW revolution and so much more before that but then joining me as always trash boy numero dos you already Louis, know how we doing. Louis Schmurter, Louis Canada Podcasting, Lou from the BS, Dominican Lou, Louis Balboa, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, Trash Boy number two. Here after a long day of the bullshits, uh, real life bullshits that we all go through every once in a while. I've been uh, the past two days, so I had a uh, my storage unit. I have a storage unit with all my shit which is not a lot of shit because after I got divorced, I basically had a, you know, the not a, it's a U-Haul, but not like a actual U-Haul. It was like a, one of those like mini buses, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the van. Yeah. I ended up renting one of those and it literally had like six bags of clothes and a couple frames and uh, some other knickknacks and shit. That's all I had when I left, when after my divorce. So uh, I, I moved here with my brother. He's very gracious to let me stay with him. Um, so all that shit didn't fit in this room. So I got a storage unit, long story short, when I got the fucking storage unit, it was 79 bucks, which is fine. It's cool. I got a letter the other day that they're like, oh, due to, uh, you know, increased costs and blah, blah, blah. We're, we're increasing your unit to $144 a month. <laughs> Damn near doubling it. Right. I was like, dude, you're doubling it. So I actually called her. I was like, yeah. Um, so are you guys like, are you making it bigger? Like, are you knocking one of the walls down in the other unit to like make mine bigger or like what's happening here? So um, I decided enough with the storage. So took all my shit out, emptied it out, closed it, threw away basically half of like everything I own because I had so much shit that it just like it don't make, even make sense to keep it anymore. It's mm-hmm. just like, what am I going to do with it? Um, I have a lot of like sports memorabilia and like frames and giants frames and all that shit. A couple of them cracked and it was a fucking big mess. So whatever. Long story short, not that these people give a fuck about my storage <laughs> unit. Um, <laughs> like talk about wrestling already. Um, I got it all in here. So I spent, I thought, I figured ah, I'll, I'll take Sunday. I'll start real early and I'll get it done by Sunday night. <laughs> I saw on Instagram you were putting Shit. in the work. Dude, it, I, I had to separate all the clothes and all the things, and I donated, like, so I have, like, four bags, garbage bags of clothes, a whole big box of sneakers that I just donated it all. Um, and then I had to move everything else around in here, move the guns and the safe and all the shit to make everything work. So I spent all Sunday doing that shit. Monday I went to work. Um, I spent yesterday doing some of it and I finished it today. So today I'm done. 
with that while I was waiting for my car to get done because my car was in the shop. That's the other part of this whole life bullshit. And I'm not going to take forever on that. But basically, my car was at the mechanic for six hours and they still don't know what's wrong with my car. So they recommended, yeah, just keep driving it, bro. And then if a light comes on, you bring it in and we'll go from there. So I'm like, okay, great. I'm just going to. I'm just going to keep driving my fucking car while it's hurting and jerking. All right, cool. Well, you know, we'll do that. So that was Lou from the BX's past couple days. Um, aside from that, everything's great. Everything's wonderful. <laughs> now, I definitely feel you on the moving aspect, dude. I fucking hate moving. Even if it's little things like that, it's just it's never convenient. It's never easy. Yeah. It's And it's also, oh, it's going to take 30 minutes and it takes like three hours. It's never going to take as long as you think it's gone. It's always going to take longer, dude. Yeah, it's um I know you uh as a military man, you've moved many times. Yeah, and it's uh it's always a headache. I have, I have moved so many times. I think I've moved more than any of my friends have ever moved. Uh we moved from New York to over here. Since I've been here, I lived in like nine different places and several different parts of Florida. Um the last time that I really moved was when I, it was the last time I moved with my ex-wife and we had get this. We had three dogs and three cats. Uh, that's on the app. So in her car, she took Bailey, Olivia, and I think uh, Deeb, which was one of the we named one. of the, I named the cats. So one of the cats name was Nia Jax. The other one was Serena Deeb. And um, the other one was Roxy. <laughs> I love so it. Anyway, she had she had Bailey the Chihuahua, Olivia the Westie, and uh, Deeb, one of the cats. I had Roxy and uh, Zamo. Um, I forget her fucking name. Uh, not Deeb. Um, I forgot a cat. Can you believe that? Uh, I forgot her name. Oh, Melon. We call her Melon. Um, I had those two cats and Campbell, which was my big boy, dude. The trip was like an hour and a half to get from where we were living to where we were moving. And I had to put the cat in a fucking cardboard box because we didn't have enough carriers for all these fucking animals. Yeah. So I poked big holes so she could see and whatever. She could poke her head through. Bro, this cat, the entire trip was. Oh, God, no. But loud, bro. To the point where I was like punching the cardboard box, I'm like shut the fuck up. Ah. Like drove me that crazy. Um, and we had an entire U-Haul full of shit. And because my ex-wife was a piece of shit, I loaded it up by myself, drove it over there, and when we got there, she went into the apartment because she was exhausted, and I unloaded the entire fucking U-Haul by my goddamn self. So yeah, fuck that noise. This is why I am no longer married. One of the many reasons. So you do with that information what you will, kids. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, but, you know, to kind of transition to our first news, and I kind of want to hit what you said there. You can, in life, you can preach things over, right. over and over, and no one's going to listen, or I'm going to be good, and then they're not. We're bringing that into the wrestling world. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Jeff Hardy's DUI case is now closed. Jeff Hardy's license is suspended for 10 years, <clears throat> two years with an interlock device, and then a 90-day vehicle impoundment, and then court-mandated 
DOI school or drug hab program. And he was sentenced, I think it was like 38 days, but had right. credited 38 days. So yeah. technically had a sentence, but obviously he doesn't have to fulfill it. So kind of saying Jeff Hardy's a guy who's always said, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. And the first time I truly believed it personally was when they came back, him and Matt came back to the Hardys. Uh, the Hardy came back to the Hardys. Back to the WWE in 2017, they both seemed a lot more mature, head right. on their shoulders. He had what I think like two incidents in that return. The um, only then, two. Yeah, I think he had two in what four years, and then he gets to AEW. You think, all right, cool. You know, maybe he just wasn't happy. Now he's back with his brother, creative freedom, like all this. I think he lasted what like three months in AEW until this happened, and then right. instantly suspended. So, how how do you take this? What do you see? Do you see him coming back to programming soon? Do you think? Well, I guess he has to go to the rehab and I'm like, when do you do, do we see him back? I guess just to make it. My thing with him is like, it's it's difficult because on, on the one hand, when I was typing that up, I, I just wanted to shit on him. Cause it's like, bro, you a grown ass man, bro. Like you a grown ass man. You got a wife, you got kids. You have a brother who loves you, who sticks up for you all the time. Like, can you, who got like, on the street? Head, yeah. Like take your fucking head out of your ass, bro. Put the bottle down, you know, but. It's easy to say that to someone, but you don't know their circumstances. You don't know molecularly what their body's craving. You know what I mean? It, that shit goes down to like the molecular level at, at, with some of this shit. Like addiction is, it's not just a name you put on something. An addiction is you are literally <laughs> fucking addicted to this thing and you can't stop. Yeah. I have a food addiction. That's where all this comes from. <laughs> Every week I seem to get a little bit bigger. And it's like, I, I try different things, but dude, I, I like eating. What can I tell you, bro? It's an addiction. Um, I don't speak it. I have to cut you off quick. Sorry. I know yeah, I no. saw you commented on, um, top dollar. We're not well, a fan dollar, of his yeah. entering work, but all I need the that regimen, man. He posted on his Twitter to people. Oh so you yeah. To, yeah. You yeah. Top dollar posted a progress picture and I was like, yo, Drop that regimen in there, dog. Drop the food regimen. Drop the exercise regimen. We need that shit. But again, but you know, sorry, I, I had. Like I, I, said, know, I saw no, you no, no. said that on Twitter. I had it's to cool, throw it out there. I, I, it's cool. Um, again, I don't want to get too long winded, but I wanted to shit on Jeff Hardy. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it, he's going through shit. But at the same time, like the, he got a slap on the wrist, bro. Yeah. The only thing I'm gonna say about this is, look. This is it, bro. Like the last time this happened, he went on the what was it, the the Stone Cold podcast or whatever, and he was like, "I feel yeah. like this is my last chance." Da 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 da. Well, okay, dude. Like it happened again. What like, a different company. Been, dude, this guy's been through his house fucking <laughs> burned down, dude. He's been in crashes. He's been drunk in restaurants. Like this guy, the Sting incident. Dude, this is it, bro. Like, you're not, like, a lot of people are upset because they feel like he got a slap on the wrist. Dude, take this as, like, a gift from God, bro. Whatever you believe in, dude, take this as, like, a damn, you know what, bro? Like, that's it. No more. Like, I'm done with it. I'm going to go to rehab. I'm going to go to the thing. I'm going to do the <laughs> treatment. I'm going to do whatever it is I have to do to get healthy. Fucking forget about wrestling, bro. Don't even fucking worry about that right now. Just go do your thing, get healthy, get on that Chris Jericho program, get a six pack, 
heal your back and all that shit. And then, you know, we'll talk in a year from now. We can talk, bro, because he needs to get right, bro. This 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 can't keep happening. Like, it just he, can't. He's going to kill somebody one day, bro. Yeah, and, and he's going to do that. That's it. Yeah, he's got nothing to prove either. First ballot Hall of Famer. And then even the big thing is him and Matt before AEW started, like, we want to fight the Bucks on a big stage. That happened at Double or Nothing. So the big, big match he won in AEW instantly happened. You know, unless he's really dying for an AEW singles run. Like, he's done everything there is to do in this business. Like, dog, take care of yourself. Yeah. And he's got the most, like, loyal fans. Because I know, like, we have our, we have our, like, people who wear, like, you know, that's our guy or girl. He's had so many of these, and he still gets that pop every time he comes yeah. out. And the support. Like, he might have the best fan support, maybe besides, like, Rey Mysterio in, like, this 20-year span. Like, that always a face, always over, even with the fuck-ups. Now, Rey Mysterio obviously doesn't have that problem. But it's still, like, yo, we love you, dude. Like, we yeah. fucking love you. So it's like, yeah, dude. And you set an ex with that, you're sending an example for people. Like, come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? Just when you think he's doing good, it happens, too. Because the past three, the last one, AEW, he's doing great. Him and Matt, maybe going to win tag titles there. You know what I mean? They were showing that route. Then he gets in trouble. Time for that. You know, the whole WWE thing. Obviously, he was going to lose, but he was scheduled to have the next program with Roman. Right? right? Not going to win, but still, that's the best spot to be in. Cur currently in that company, that is the best spot to have is against him. Then... Years before that, he was supposed to win Money in the Bank at WrestleMania, got in trouble, ended up getting fired. So it's like, dude, just when you're like there, you fuck it up. I wonder if it's like the pro. I don't know. Like you said, he's going through his own shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you feel for him in that way. I personally do. Yeah. But eventually, like you said, it's enough's enough. Yeah, man. And it's almost like the <laughs> it's almost like that daredevil persona that he has. It's like applies to real life because he's just like dancing on that wire, bro, of like, all right, just one more time, one more drink, one more, you know, and it's like, bro, you're getting lifeline after lifeline eventually, dude, that shit's going to get pulled out, man, and nobody wants to see that, bro, so just get right, bro. Yeah, I think that's all we can say is for Jeff to get right, and um, yeah, then moving on to our next thing. That we have could be right seeing looking at the note i think it'd be right for business and right for my eyes to see according to mike johnson the pw insider they reported mm -hmm. that mercedes monet does not want a long-term deal with aew but she has the option to appear at the aew new japan pro wrestling forbidden door if she chooses to now i a thousand percent think she needs to be there i also a thousand uh, percent support her not signing a long deal contract deal with anyone anyone you know what i mean like and she probably doesn't want to because happiness right like hey like maybe i'm gonna get you know like the anxiety of performing like shit we've heard brock lesnar say it. like it, this is a very anxiety driven job that from performing so like you know and she's been very vocal about like god forbid say that happens again and she's stuck in these deals you know what i mean right so from the health aspect, I like it. Business aspect, I like it. But man, I can't. I I want to see that crossover. Yeah, I, I would love a, to see that. This is the best of both worlds, bro. Yes. I, I don't. I don't need her in AEW full time because right now that women's division is already a mess. 
you already have too many people who need the belt and booking that is is a is a nightmare right now we'll get into that later you add mercedes to that uh, what are you what the fuck are you gonna do you have to put the belt on her she's like forever that's a draw (laughs) obviously she's a draw so i don't need her in AEW full-time but bro the forbidden door Mercedes Monet versus Jamie Hayter, title for title, champion versus champion. You put her in there against Serena Deeb. You put her in there against Sheeta. You put her in there against fucking Britt you can Baker. Do even Jade for like a big Bro, match kind of. Jade, dude, come on, man. That's that's a money. And who who better to end the 51 streak? Of, of of Jade, you know what I'm saying? So I'm all about that, bro. Please, I gotta have this forbidden. Do you already know Forbidden Door for me was my pay per view last year of the year? So I'm, I'm and the way nothing, New but... Japan's going this year and the potential yeah. AEW has that could very well be pay per view of the year again. Yeah, they need to. They, dude, I'm I'm excited at the prospect of seeing her on a on a Forbidden Door card. Super excited. And you know what it is, and I understand why both why any wrestling company, but Tony here because we're speaking AEW wants a long term deal because you want her. Yeah. But dude, like, what if you just like offered like a three year, even if it's a because AEW has four shows a year, right? Right. What if you even sign? No, nah, I don't know how contracts work, but like, even if you had to, what if you signed her to a three year part time deal where she comes out, say, double or nothing, and then goes through the summer to all out and then like kind of takes the winner off cuz double or nothing all out i'm just thinking that those are their two big shows but you yeah. know what i'm saying like and then throwing some new japan crossovers like you still got her locked in you don't and i yeah. think like you said i don't need to see her every week cuz we've seen her weekly pretty much since what 2015 to 2022 mm-hmm. so 7 years that's long for straight for a women's wrestler to be honest Trish stratus's run i think was only 6 7 years too she kind of deserves and rates that like part-time schedule especially because she has so many other outside things yeah dude but back to the the show yes that's that's what i want to see even if they did it as a surprise like even if it's not an advertised match right and she just shows up like she kind of how she debuted just knowing that she's at the forbidden door pay-per-view like that's like that's huge 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 i wanted to look to see but i didn't really have time but i wanted to like look at when more or less because i know that there's a there's a date for june 24th is what i read last week i believe let me i can fact check very quickly yeah i wanted to do a little research to see kind of like where they're gonna gonna be more or less like if they're gonna be anywhere near san jose that week of that show or whatever because i was kind of already like doing the fantasy thing like yo monet she could show up like on a dynamite just because you know Mm -hmm. right before that pay-per-view they're gonna have talent showing up to you know what i'm saying yeah, she could show up on a dynamite and just get it, you know, build up the hype. That's gonna be fucking crazy, bro. If you man, if you call yourself a wrestling fan, you're not excited about that shit, man. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Because she's she's exciting, bro. It was I I, oh, sorry, continue. No, no, I'm just saying she's bro, she's money, bro. That's her name. This is literally her name. Like she's I just love her, bro. I just yeah. super excited about seeing her. Yeah, I think um so it was in Chicago last year, and AEW is very big on Chicago. So I could see them going back to Chicago, which I think is always smart. A lot of people say AEW runs Chicago too much, but they sell out every time no, they go. They Why would I not keep going? Guns. 
Yeah, and Chicago, I think everyone could agree, is just the best wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, in the States, you think Chicago, you think Brooklyn, you think Philly. Like, those are, like, the three that stand out to me. And then, yeah. like, Canada. Canada always does pretty good. They're not the United States, but they do go there more than, like, the UK. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, that would be – that would just be monsters because she was the first one when they finally did that, like – give divas a chance thing and they did all the call she was the first one that just caught my eye you know what i mean because i wasn't really what i knew of her in her nxt but i wasn't watching weekly but just the kind of person i am like she's from boston so i'm from well she's lived everywhere but she's you know built from boston she obviously has lived there for a long time and then like she's into like hip-hop rap like that's her character that's my favorite type of music that attracts me right. so it's like I feel that's who I always got to be loyal to. Like, I feel besides Trish, that's my number one loyal person. It's Sasha. Well, Mercedes. Yeah, she, now. she, when, when I found out she just <laughs> loves Eddie Guerrero, I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. Right there, bro. When she modeled her a couple moves after him and shit, she does Frog Splash, she does Three Amigos. Like, I know a lot of people do that shit too, but she was early with that shit. Like, this is 2015, 2016. She was already <laughs> like, that's, that's my hero. That's this and Tribute that. gear. Like, okay. All that shit. Yeah. I was already attracted to, not, like that but i mean like i was like paying attention to her and shit so dude give it yeah. to me all day give it to me all day yeah put her on that damn card yeah. her and jamie hater bro oh my god match oh potential woman's match of the year oh honestly I need, that. I need that bro yeah and then uh then to move on so i got a question for you we've seen this question online and it has to do with Ring of Honor, which they just completed their first set of tapings, which I heard were success. I no, tried no. not to look at spoilers because it's on YouTube. I heard a couple of things. Nothing like super, super duper crazy. Some cool shit that I saw, but I want to watch, you know. Um, but so your, my question for you, and like I've been seeing, with Ring of Honor moving to its own platform, so Honor Club, YouTube, right? Do you think we officially see less Ring of Honor talent you know, I mean, obviously they're all under the same umbrella, but the exclusive Ring of Honor talent on AEW programming less. And do you think it's a good or a bad thing if we do yeah, see them last? I, I think or, like I think as far as um Claudio and like Wheeler, no. I think you're still gonna see them a lot because they're you know Blackpool Combat Club, they're always involved in major storylines and shit. But like Athena, we haven't. I haven't seen Athena. I don't watch Dark and Elevation anymore, so I know she's yeah. been wrestling on there. I haven't seen her in a minute. I'm sure we're gonna be seeing a lot of her on this show. We should be. She's the woman's fucking champion. The trios um, titles. Yeah, and once Joe is, I think once Joe's done with this pay per view, we'll probably see a little less of him. He'll probably be more focused on Ring of Honor. And it's like at first I thought it should be that way. We shouldn't see these people. I don't want to see those titles on AEW. I don't want to see them. Get them out of here. That's it. Focus on the, your show's titles. But at the same time, that ROA show is, is a very niche product. It's not going to be on TV. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People got to sign up and pay for that to watch that. Yeah. And I know I know a lot of people are going to use nefarious ways to watch it, but there will be people who sign up for it, but it's not going to be anywhere near the amount of people who are watching Dynamite. So do you like keep these people off your main show or do you put them, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure, man. I, I, I think we'll just like the pe people like Joe and Athena, I think we'll probably see less. But I think we're still going to be seeing Claudio and, and and Wheeler like a lot, bro, unless they drop the titles to other people so that they can kind of bring these guys back to 
dynamite and kind of have your own little ROH roster. Yeah, I was gonna say like having like your big champs, like even her Athena or like Claudia, like having them on your TV show to promote it. Not maybe every week, but hey, this is our guy. You can go check him out or her out on this. So I think it's a good thing. And it's just, I think what it is now is there's just going to be more opportunity for talent to develop because now you've got Dark, Dark Elevation, you got Dynamite, you got Rampage, you got Ring of Honor, the uh, the house shows they're doing or going to be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like they, they got their own factory going, which is good. Like a lot, a lot of talent. Um, cause I don't know how they're gonna do it. Like, are they gonna? Obviously, it seems like people start on dark and dark elevation. Are they gonna shoot those people up to TV or right. to like Rampage, or are they gonna move them over to like ROH? They'll probably split both. But I'm intrigued to see where it goes. But I've heard nothing but positive uh comments from these first tapings. So um, that's cool. I gotta check that out. I definitely want to. Yeah, watch yeah. That. Some things. Like. Uh, like I said, I tried to stay away as much as I could when I heard like what matches and what talent would be there because I'm not. I'm gonna do my best to watch. As we say all the time, there's so much fucking wrestling, but yeah. um, I'm gonna try to do my best to watch it from the beginning, kind of thing, and try not to be spoiled. You know. Um, yeah, I just hope it feels different. Like I know, yeah, they do a good job with the pay per views that they do because at first I was kind of worried that it was gonna be like AEW light. You know what I mean? But they do a real good job with the shows, like the pay-per-views, where it looks and feels like old ROH. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that they do the same with the the pay-per-view. Nick, I wanted to ask your opinion on something, because I just realized that as I was talking, we're talking about AEW and Dynamite and shit. So I told you, uh, but I haven't told them, uh, Dynamite's coming here on April 26th, literally four minutes from my house. Okay? It's right here, FLA Arena. Um, so quick side story. I'm going to the, that's where the Florida Panthers play. It's a hockey team. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going there this Thursday, uh, to watch a Panthers game. Cause a star Wars night, my brother works for this. Co- I don't want to say where he works, but he works for this company and he met the owner of the, who owns the skybox. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah, so you're going to go to a box. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to be sitting in the motherfucking suite in the box to watch uh this panthers game so i got tickets for dynamite now i'm sitting in section one row d which is it's very close to the ring close to the the railing what i was thinking was because this dude is like he's he's willing to give tickets to my brother and the people in his company because they they bring a lot of business this dude owns like six pizza shops or some shit um what i was thinking was should I call in that favor to see if he has any hookups for the AEW show when it comes with his suite? But then the thing is, I don't know if I'm gonna, it's better for me to keep my close seat or be sitting up in the motherfucking skybox. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm gonna see when I go Thursday, yeah, to see if it's better. But I'm like, yo, if I can get that favor called in, should I do it, bro? And then return so, my tickets. My thought. Is because the skyboxes are cool for those who haven't sat in like the sweet skybox. I've done it a couple of times for like different sporting events. You get like fresh food there, yeah. you know, they have couches. Sometimes they have like ones I've been in have couches with the TV on with the game you're watching. So if like, man, I don't feel like sitting out there, I can watch it on a couch. Wow. But dude, you have such good seats that it's like the fan That's that, at, like, if you were sitting in like the 
not that it's bad because I sit there. It's kind of where I sat right now for Dynamite. If you were just kind of like GP, like general pop, I think, you know what? Fuck it. Call it in. But where yeah. you are at, dude, I'd keep that. And you spent the yeah. money. So it's not like you have to, you already spent it. It's not like you have to make the decision to spend it. Right. I personally would keep your seats. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I like, just pray I had... you're not next to a smelly fan. I know, bro. Nah, I'm going to bring a little, I got a little can of Axe spray. You I, I will hand it off. Listen, you motherfuckers, if you ever see me at a show and you stink, believe me, I will spray you, bro. Or I will hand you that little, it's going to be the the brown spice axe. And you'll never forget it because that shit smells, it's very strong. And I will spray you or I will hand that shit to you and watch you spray yourself, bro. There's no, it's 2023 and nobody need to be stinking at a wrestling show. Yeah, nobody. but no, I, I would personally keep them. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, That's what uh, I was thinking. Well, speaking of keeping and sticking on the track of AEW, I actually, so we're going to be talking about on the master class. So with Dave LaGreca, Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray busted open. They had a big conversation about CM Punk and do you keep them? Do you bring them back? Unanimously, they all said yes. But Mark Henry, uh, speaking on it, who, for those of you, if you don't know, Mark Henry is signed to AEW. Not sure exactly what doing. I believe he helps like the talent. I know he was helping out like Hobbs and things like that. But yeah. I don't know. Like besides that, I'm I'm assuming scouting. As we know, he was the one who I don't found. Think he yeah. wrestled at all, right? Like I know. No, I don't think he. I know can, Paul White wrestled a few injury, times on Dark. But, I've seen um, him wrestle, but not yeah, Mark I don't Henry. think Henry Mark Henry will. But I know he's great at discovering talent. As we know, he found Bianca Belair. Um, but he was saying, quote saying, he's not a cancer. He's opinionated, which everyone knows that. But he's also a teacher and a supporter. I've seen him do stuff he didn't have to do. He just did it because he loved the business and he wanted to make that wrestler better. I think that he's good for pro wrestling. At the end of the day, he's good for business. He's good for the education of those young wrestlers he took a liking to, as we saw like with FTR. Um, they're going to have to sit together without Tony. Just talk, got, uh, just them guys talk it out and not throw hands. Uh, I'd love to mediate the situation, which ain't nobody fucking with Mark Henry injury or not. I ain't fucking with him. Right. Um, my quick thoughts on it is because I listened to that episode. Um, busted over. It was only like 40 minutes on like Apple Podcasts for those who want to listen. LaGreca brought up a good point. Ratings were your highest, consistently over a million, if not right under, right there. He is good for the business. But at the end of the day, I, I don't know who it was. I think it was Mark who said it too. He took it, he handled it the wrong way. He could have maybe waited till the end, but to come in with that mindset, this, this, and this, right? But guys are going to beef. Like, that's life. Yeah, I mean, wrestling, not wrestling, not sports in general. Dudes are going to beef, right? And that's clearly a beef, but like, and people are saying, well, no, don't bring them back because then Kenny and the Bucks are going to leave. Man, Kenny and the Bucks are going to leave if their contract's up and someone offers them more money or they just want to leave. I don't think CM Punk's a driving force into him, them staying or leaving, in my opinion. Right. Then people are saying, well, Tony's, if that goes, the AEW talent from day one are going to sh- uh, think that Tony's siding with Punk. Like, at the end of the day, I hate saying it because it was on Raw like every week with Triple H when he was a heel, but you got to do what's best for business. And in my mm-hmm. opinion, Punk's best for business. Yes, did we all feel a certain type of way? You can probably go back to old episodes and listen of us. Don't care if you see him again, whatever. I don't, but like, if I see CM Punk, I'm not going to throw a hissy fit. But if I don't see him, I'm not going to cry. But if I run a business 
and I can bring him back and try to squash this out, I'm going to try to do it. I guess I do you kind of agree with that? Do you disagree? Yeah, I'm I'm of the mind that he's coming back. Like I feel like he's coming back. Cuz everyone and keeps thinking he's not hurt. He's hurt. Yeah. Right now he's still rehabbing or whatever. Um I know there's a lot of people I follow on Twitter who just every fucking day they seem to want to post CM Punk slander. That's on them. You think what you want. Uh these young whippersnappers on TikTok who seem to think that he doesn't matter can think what you want. But that dude can control a crowd. He can still probably go. I say probably because I've seen him have good matches, but he was hobbled there a little bit at the end. But I think, honestly, that foot thing, he was really pushing it to try to get through this this world title storyline, and he Mm -hmm. fucked himself more by doing that. But, dude, you, in order to take your company to the next level, you need to have stars. And I'm not saying that there aren't stars in AEW without CM Punk, but, like, they have a hard enough time trying to promote themselves. Because you know that WWE is like, everyone knows what that is. Good Morning America is going to have John Cena and and all that shit. All those shows are going to have WWE people. And they probably have a thing in place where they're like, look, don't get them people from over there or we're not going to do your shit. You know what I mean? That's just Mm -hmm. how it works. All these big arenas (laughs) that raw goes to and all that and generates all this revenue they probably tell them at you can't have that aw shit here or we're not coming back and of course they're gonna abide by that because wwe shows bring in a lot of fucking money merch and food and concessions and whatever so you you have to take advantage of stars when you have them and like it or not people cm punk is a star that is a big name in wrestling so you don't have to put the company on his back, but you damn sure should have this guy in your company doing shit and being on your weekly TV, bro, because he's money. That's a dude that you need to further your business along. So all these younger guys who, for whatever reason, don't want to listen or feel like they don't need to take heed of anything like that. I don't understand that mentality because I'm of the mindset that I've said it before on here. If I was a wrestler. I'd be back there talking to Arn Anderson every day. I'd be back there talking to Jake Roberts every day if I could. I'd be back there talking to fucking Tully when Tully's back there. I want to know everything you know. Tell me. what Did you see my promo out there? Did you think I could do a little yeah. better? Did you see? Can you please take five minutes and watch my dark match and let me know if you see anything I could do? Because, come on, bro. That's like if you're fucking a basketball player and Michael Jordan's back there. And be like, yo, can you give me some pointers or whatever. You're just trying to get better at the end of the day. So I don't understand this thing where these guys like don't want to listen and don't want advice because they think they've, you know, I, achieved I everything. Kinda like, I'd like to know who those like certain ones are, to be honest, because remember there was the same reports going around that there were talent there that felt some type of way yeah. about like Regal and uh, Brian Danielson doing like classes all day before like Dynamite. Like who wouldn't want to listen to them? Yeah. Why would you not want to go to that? Why would you want not? Why would you not want to get promo lessons from Samoa Joe, or or, or even an Adam Cole or William Regal? Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Like, I don't. That I don't understand. So yeah, the fact that he says that CM Punk was back there doing that and t- kind of mentoring some young guys. It's honestly, bro. I've been turning on this whole CM Punk thing over the past few months. Like, I watched. We watched that freaking 
documentary on YouTube, man. And that shit just made me want to see CM Punk back. Um, so that, you know, definitely is swaying me. But I'm well, just like, he, he, I really just, I've turned the corner on him being gone. Like, I, I, whether he goes to WWE or AEW or whatever, I think this guy should definitely come back to something. And then, yeah, to finish it out, too, it's just like in business, in life, there are people you might not like, right? And that's the, there are obviously talent there who probably don't like him for what happened. I think that's understandable, right? But if this dude's there, like, you know what I mean? There, This is a guy who left this business for seven years. And, yes, it could be obnoxious at times. CM Punk chants. Yeah. Not just in Chicago. You go to Evansville, Indiana, you're hearing CM Punk. Now, granted, Everywhere. those are kind of close. But you know what I'm saying? It's like... <laughs> He has that, so it's like, I might say I don't like you, right, for an example, right, say I don't like you for some reason, but yeah, I know, there's beef in the trash, boy. But but you're a genius in this certain topic I'm trying to learn. Like you or hate you, I'm going to listen to what you have to say because you're successful at something. Right. And it's it's like most of the people listening to this, you have a job or you go to school or you're around other people. Do you like everybody you work with? Do you like everybody you go to school with or train with? You probably don't. There's probably a few people you just don't care for. I know there's people at my job that I don't like. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? We work in the same place. And that same place is trying to achieve a certain goal. And we're all working to get to that goal. That's that's life. You don't have to like yeah. everybody you work with, bro. I think a lot of us, to include you and I in this, I'd like to include us in it. The reason we might have felt some type of way towards CM Punk in the beginning is because, one, how it was presented and how it was handled. Now that the dust is settled, yeah, you know what I mean? Because originally it kind of came off like, not initially, but so it made it seem like, like, hey, Tony signing with the, as we've said on here, the shiny new toy versus the OGs. And they got us kind of like just like loyal friends and stuff like that. We're like, well, nah, fuck him, man. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's a simple, yeah, and it's nuts because what I'm intrigued, you should listen to the episode. Like I said, it's only 40 minutes, quick podcast on Apple, but, um, Tony obviously listen. Tony obviously listens to Busted Open. You know what I mean? He's on the show, I think, right? Every yeah. Wednesday. He'd be he on still there, on? Yeah. He's not if he's not every Wednesday, a good amount. So like you know he probably listens. You know what I mean? So now granted, I'm Tony Khan, I'm a billionaire, all this shit, right? I own the company, mm-hmm. so it's my call. But and I'm not even excluding Dave LeGrecker from this, because this dude studied the business forever. Probably right. one of the most respected outside non-wrestlers in this business, right? And then you got Bully Ray, say what you want about him. Creative guy, knows the business. Mark Henry, we are he he works for you. And then Tommy Dreamer, I think everyone's got respect for Tommy Dreamer. He's done creative. Oh, yeah. He's done behind the scenes. If they're all saying yes, it's kind of like, not saying, oh, listen to Busted Open, because they're always right. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just those are OGs in wrestling. Like, they, you know. And again, it's 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 then then starts that culture class shit of like old versus new. Now nah, you yeah. old guys don't know shit. It's a new day. Yes, it yes, is. It is. <laughs> it's a new time and it's new things and new that. And I can understand that. But like from what I understand, Hangman was one of those people who was like not looking to talk to people or not mm-hmm. uh, looking not to get like advice. And it's like, bro, like I like you, like you know what I'm saying. Like I like Hangman, but don't please don't tell me you're that dude. Like that you're shunning advice from. Like come on, bro, bro. If I again, I keep repeating myself, but dude, somebody like Jake Roberts. Like if you're, if I know, if I'm somebody like Jungle Boy, and I know that my promos are like shaky, 
because everybody tells me like my promos are shaky. And when I go to YouTube comments about my videos, I see a bunch of people talking shit about me about my promo, bro. I'm looking around back there and I'm seeing fucking Lance Archer and I'm seeing Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson and, and these people. And I'm like, you know what, bro? Maybe they can help me. Yeah, I don't know. They cut pretty good fucking promos. Let me go talk to one of them. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that, bro? I just yeah. I, and it kind of the hangman one only rubbed me the wrong way because it's like he's been phenomenal in AEW, obviously, right? We yeah. we kind of mediocre title reign, right? Wasn't the best, right? Good matches, but the in-between was whatever. I think we can agree to that. I, I'm, like, I wouldn't say mediocre because I remember we talked about this when it was happening, and it was like every week he was putting on bangers, but people were still saying he was like the title reign was weak, which I I didn't even understand. I think it was more of the storylines, maybe. I, yeah, I'll take it that. Been. There was something with it, but he was like, every week he was wrestling and having bangers, but we were all still like, ah, this title reign is kind of whack. <laughs> it wasn't making any type of sense. Probably because we knew what was coming with Punk, and it was just like, all right, is it right. going to happen? I think but there was like, an anticipation there, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But then just to move on real quick to our last news story we won't spend much time on this seeing as this is a heavy AEW show we're going to be diving into the revolution card um just a big thing because we've talked about this and made plenty of jokes is wrestlemania the length of it i went myself and uh old b rob went to the last one night mania that was like seven hours long then they went to two nights with covid well to sum it all up triple h reportedly triple h wants a smaller wrestlemania card and some people are yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. I think yes. The reason being is because the last WrestleMania card that was not like, all right, now we have to put everyone and their mother on it was WrestleMania 31. If you guys remember, pretty successful WrestleMania, the Roman Brock, probably the best match they've had out of the bajillion they had. Yeah. Daniel Bryan at the time won the IC title in that great ladder match. Even The Rock and Ronda Rousey, a little promo thing. Rusev coming out on the tank with Cena. Bray Wyatt and Taker. Taker's first match since then. Even Randy and Seth had to go in. How could we forget? Sting's in-ring debut in WWE, right? right? It was a good mania. A lot of people say the best, right? And I get it. You want to get all your shit on there with all your titles and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl. And not everyone can make it to the Super Bowl. And not everyone should make it to Mania, right? I think he wants to scrape or uh, scrap both battle royals. Cool with it, right? Like whatever. But I'm I'm a fan of it. I'm all about like definitely have the U.S. title out there. Definitely have the IC title defended, right? Have all your titles defended, which they, you know, I mean, get both obviously both women's titles. We saw last night new women's tag champs. I imagine they're probably going to defend those at Mania. But it's like. You don't need three different battle royals and all this. The only match that I thought about that could be added to maybe get some talent on there, and I hate saying it because Money in the Bank's in July. So not Money in the Bank, but what are your thoughts before you give me your thoughts on the WrestleMania card thing? What if they did like an interpromotional, so between both shows, like an eight-man ladder match for and winner gets the title at on uh, the next like title shot. Kind of like how AEW does like the casino battle royal. Like, hey, it's not gonna be at SummerSlam, but at Backlash, which is the next pay-per-view. Okay. Like what, what how would you feel about that before you give me your thoughts? Like, hey, you want to get some people on there, like maybe a ricochet or an LA Knight who maybe yeah, not- I, I'm I'm of your 
I'm I'm with you on that thought process. But listen, bro, not everybody's going to be on WrestleMania. I'm sorry. We just can't do it. <clears throat> we have a lot of people on this fucking roster. You know, it's already two nights. We can't. The reason we did two nights is so that we wouldn't have these goddamn six or seven hour long pay-per-views. So now what? We're going to have two nights and both nights are going to be seven hours. No, we can't do this. We can't like it's it's no, it's too much. So I, I'm of the mind of the smaller card is perfect. I like the idea of every title being challenged for on the shows, but then it's like, I don't even know if you can do that because you do have your grudge matches and stuff like that, that you've been. And then they're celebrity matches because they always do the celebrity ones. Yeah. You know, so it's hard, man. It's hard to book a WrestleMania and, 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 you know, you're going to hurt some people's feelings, bro. Hey, sorry, Ricochet. Sorry, Chad Gable. Sorry. You know, all these mid-card guys who who think that they're going to be in the Battle Royal and have a moment for WrestleMania. No, bro, you're not all going to have one, bro. It's it's not going to happen. It's just WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling. It really is. And only the top of the top should be on the card. And I'm with I'm with them lowering, you know, making it shorter. It's It doesn't have to be five matches. You know what I'm saying? But nah, definitely, we can't have like these eight, nine match cards. We can't, bro. 18 matches, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the pre-show is like two matches on the pre-show. It's like, dude, I I can't be watching WrestleMania from 4 o'clock in the afternoon to midnight, bro. I just, I can't do it. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, so hopefully Triple H does the right thing. Because then it's like, this is my mentality. I don't say this just to say this, but it's like, there are probably certain individuals who aren't happy with being in the Battle Royal every year, right? And I'll say a ricochet. I bet you he probably wants more. Maybe because I'm biased because I like him. But right. there are probably some people like, hey, fuck it. Yeah, you know, maybe next year I'll, I'll try better. There are definitely people who, if they scrape a lot of matches, will be motivated to try to do more. Now, at the end of the day, they can't control everything. It's not like football and basketball where you work your ass off, you get better, you win games, you go. This, at the end of the day, it's the power of the pencil, to yeah. You know what I mean? But you can still do your own thing to – get yourself noticed more yeah and i think especially you you i saw uh an interview with triple h where i think we talked about it before where he said there's wrestlers everywhere there's wrestlers we have a bunch of wrestlers on our roster we have a bunch of great wrestlers on our rosters but i'm looking for stars like Mm -hmm. i'm looking for the John Cena's, I'm looking for the Undertaker. I'm looking for the, the Rock, the Stone Coles. That's what he's looking for out of when you get all these people. And I think <laughs> something like this, where you take WrestleMania and you shorten it, and you're like, sorry, you you just don't make the cut. In that, I think you would find where you're gonna have your people who are just like, ah, fuck it. Well, maybe next year. Yep. And you have those people who are like, all right, <clears throat> bet. This year, after I'm gonna fucking be on this card next year. Like those are the guys you want to find. Those are your next top guys. Like your top, top, top dudes. Those are the ones you want to find. So maybe if you do that, you'll motivate these people hidden on your roster who, who otherwise, if they're in the battle royal, they're just kind of like, oh yeah, I was on WrestleMania. I pointed at the sign. I, I was yeah. there. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like the perfect example of that. Like you said, people like that. And this this superstar wrestlers and potential to get a push you keep bringing po- is gunther right this dude hell of a run in nxt a lot of people are skeptical yeah you know he's a little chunky what's gonna happen my man's hit the gym looks fucking no like you know pause no homo looks in phenomenal shape 
Then gets then he's then he gets the other challenge of Gunther. Everyone's like, oh fuck this. No one even cares about his name anymore. Yeah. Very long IC title reign on TV every week. Banger of matches. Set the record for the Royal Rumble. And probably gonna have a banger of a triple threat with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I mean. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like that's who you want. People like him though. Yeah. And there's speculation that he's gonna be a, getting a world title run soon. I don't know about soon, but you know. Once they do this whole bloodline shit, there's rumors that Gunther is the next one. He's going to be the next big monster fucking heel that gets the title run. So that shows you somebody who goes out there and works super hard. You know what I mean? I think we said this. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think like if you do the two title split. Now, I know we said Seth, like Seth's like, but I think if not Seth, Gunther's the next perfect person in line, especially because you got Cody on the face side. Now on SmackDown, you have a heel champion of Gunther. That'd you know be, what I mean? Like, so dope. I'd be so dope then, to see him as world champion, man. That'd be fucking super dope. I think if he keeps up whatever he's doing, because obviously he's having great matches, great promos, and impressing everyone in the back. If he keeps that up, I can't see him not being one. You know what I mean? I just. I agree. I had to beat my dog because she's eating her foot. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, one thing we won't be doing is eating our feet this weekend when we watch this pay-per-view. Because now we're going to hear, we're going to speak about what we're here to do. As you know, we always dive into the news first, but now we're going to dive into the card. Now, before we dive into the card, it's not set, right? We still have Dynamite as of this as of this recording. There's still the go-home episode tomorrow, and then even Rampage. They do set things up on Rampage. Um but so so some potential matchups we won't be speaking about because they don't have him, but are speculated. Jungle Boy with a grudge match with Christian Cage. Right. I think we'd like that, honestly. Jake Cardgill defending the uh, TBS title. I want to see it because we're a big fans of Jade here. And let's keep it a buck. She usually has the best cosplay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And gear. Comes oh, yeah. She shows off her pay-per-views. Yep. And dope entrances. And then Orange Cassidy. Uh, defending the AEW All-Atlantic Championship while he brings it to the ring in a backpack, which Lou and I hate. I've had to throw that out there. We absolutely fucking hate that shit. so annoying, bro. And it's such a beautiful belt, bro. It is. Keeping it in a fucking book bag. So annoying. Yeah. But moving in, going to the card that we have here, we're going to start from the bottom and work our way up. There, This is not the match order, as we would like to say. Right. Um, Big set in stone. Um, But first up here, another kind of grudge match. Absolute Ricky Starks uh, going up against Chris Jericho with the JAS banned from ringside. Right. I very much enjoyed this storyline. The only thing I that kind of threw me for a loop, but I'm one of them who won't bitch about it. I just look past it. It's just who I am. I don't take it that serious. It's Ricky Starks already beat him, and he had to go through hell to fight him again. That's yeah, the weird. the only thing I didn't like because it just literally didn't make sense. But I like Ricky Starks, one of my favorite upcomers. Um, and obviously, I think everyone loves Chris Jericho just from everything he's done. I like that they're not banned from ringside. I wouldn't be shocked if there's some shenanigans, as Rob would say, and they make appearances. The father of this podcast. Yep. But uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Ricky again in this one. I think I don't think Jericho takes it here. I think it's gonna be a good match. I think this would be a great match to start the show too. I know we you have it listed as one. I think it would be. Um, what are your yeah. thoughts? So. I'm assuming since you didn't bring it up, you didn't hear the little wrinkles with this match. So when they first announced it, it said uh, Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho and 
everyone's barred from ringside. That was the, mm-hmm. what they put out. Yes. Yep. And I remember seeing that on Dynamite. They changed it. So now it says the JAS is banned from ringside. So I didn't think much of that until I saw a I, report that Jericho filed a new trademark from the past. He got the, he got the trademark, and that trademark is Jericho, which is the name of the tag team that he used to have with the big show Paul White, who is now currently in AEW. So it's very weird timing that he decided to file for that uh, trademark right before this pay-per-view. Because yeah. Paul White's been on record saying that he wanted to come back in March. So March is tomorrow, everyone. Yes. <laughs> so seeing as how Ricky won already. I'm just going to have to assume that there's going to be some uh, sports entertainment shenanigans happening here where uh, Ricky Starks is going to be taking a big fat L in this match. And I don't agree with it, but the storyline's already weird enough because it's like, hey, I beat you, but I want to wrestle you again. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to go with Jericho because it's just. Uh, it just seems like to be lining up. Weird is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So now let me ask you. Obviously, it seems like I wouldn't like that ending either. But say Jericho wins and it's not some Jericho shit, like a Jericho shit. Say he just wins. Like, you cool with it then? Or do you still want like Ricky going over? I I mean, if they're going to have this, the thing is that this is the pay per view. So you would think this is the blow off match. So, you know, it doesn't really matter how many times Jericho loses. He's Chris Jericho, bro. He's done yeah. it all. Like, it's, he could, yeah, he could lose every day. You know what I mean? So I, I don't feel like he's a dude that's going to be like, I need to win this one because it. I don't think he's like that. <sighs> I just, when I saw that Jared Show shit, I was just like, <laughs> I face palmed. And I was just like, oh, my God. All right. Well, let's let's assume that doesn't happen. And if Jericho wins, then I guess they're just going to keep continuing this thing on because I, I'm assuming it wouldn't end there. They're going to have to do the, the third match, and then Ricky would go over. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm like, all I know about this match is that I don't feel Ricky's winning. Okay. I just don't. Hey, I, I I got you down for Jericho, and I got me. For I it. even thought I even thought since um, Jericho's wrestling Peter Avalon on Wednesday, I mm-hmm. even thought that they're gonna have pretty Peter Avalon in the Jericho Appreciation Society. Like I thought he would end up interfering on the pay per view, which honestly, they should do. Because pretty Peter Avalon is fucking hilarious. He's also a really good wrestler. He is. And I think he, he fits perfectly in that fucking group. So Yeah, I never thought about it, but it is. Um, and then moving on to the next one, which we know this next one. Once this I is say the first, be... This is going to be a lot of blood. I, I was going to say, I, there's one thing I can guarantee about this. Somebody's bleeding. Yep. So I'm going to have you go first. But in a Texas death match, we got John Moxley going up against... Hangman Page. They've had some great matches. I witnessed one at uh, Dynamite. It was a fucking banger of a match. So you already know it's going to be banger and blood. Two Bs are happening in this match. What do you got? I am going to go with Hangman Adam Page in this match. I think Hangman's going to win. Um, And I think we're going to see a heel turn with the, uh, the BCC. 
I think it's it's you have this this group and they're like they're good guys for no reason because they do bad guy shit, but they're like you even saw Wheeler doing heel shit with um uh freaking what's his face? Uh he was doing heel stuff with Orange Cassidy. Oh yes, and yeah, booing, when they were and doing the thumbs down and all that bullshit, and crowd was starting to boo him. So I wouldn't mind seeing them go heel because it actually makes more sense for them to do that. Um, and I and I just think Hangman is on an upswing. Moxley's like what forty something or fifty something in like four. Like he just like, won. I think the other day they said. But anyone is hundred math. Yeah, matches he won his hundred math against. He's like a hundred and fucking six. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know what I'm saying losses for him they, they don't mean shit, bro. It's like he's the most established. Yeah, he's one of the most over guys in wrestling. Like, and since it's a Texas death match, I was assuming that that was kind of why I was going with uh Hangman because it would kind of suffer him to lose his. It's, it's like a match based on like his whole shtick there, his, his whole, whole his cowboy shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Literally cowboy shit, Texas. Uh, it's gonna be a good one though. This is oh, another, yeah. this is another one I think that'd be insane to open. I don't think it will, but I think it'd be a great one to open to. Um, yeah, I'm definitely um intrigued to see where they go with this for sure yeah it was iffy on this card because you know guys I, you guys know i go to the movie theaters to watch these pay-per-views because it's only 25 bucks and i was kind of iffy on this card and once i saw it like fleshed out i was like you know what i opened up my app and i was like yeah let me buy these fucking tickets real quick bro because like, <laughs> i want to go to this shit i want to see this shit on a big screen yeah you can't be I... that man that shit's so much fun yeah that's gonna be a, a good one and then Another one where you're gonna see big meaty men slapping meat. Oh yeah, Samoa Time Joe for to get his belt back. Yep, Samoa Joe defending his TNT Championship against his rival Wardlow with his new haircut. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm definitely I'm going with Wardlow here. I think Wardlow's got this um, simply because, like we were saying earlier with the ROH stuff, I think Joe's gonna be involved in ROH a lot more. One because he's right. the- Camp there, and two, I could see him doing like a behind-the-scenes role with it as well. Um, I kind of think, in a way, Wardlow needs it too, because um, I get it; it's only like a man bun that's gone, but now it's it can be a whole new character. So let's see. Yeah, where he this put this whole thing with his father, and this yeah, is, like you're gonna lose the match after all that, bro. I don't think so. No, yeah, I think uh, so. I think Wardlow takes this is essentially the grudge match, isn't it, or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so basically it is. I guess it's gonna be the blow up. I think these this is one I don't think that's gonna go too long. Ten minutes, would you say? I don't think this I would is, say. Yeah, because Joe, you know, Joe does like to get beat up a little bit. So it's gonna be interesting because the way they book Wardlow is like he's just a this machine of destruction and he just goes in there and fucking power bomb, power bomb, power bomb for 15 minutes. So yeah. it's like they're not going to do that with Joe, obviously. So I'm expecting to have a real good match, but I'm, I'm expecting Wardlow to take his belt back. That way Joe can focus on, even though this I like this king of television shit that he's doing. It's kind of mm. cool. But, uh, yeah, it's not much more Joe can do with it. Give the belt to Wardlow so that we can start, you know, give him a proper run with it so we can start passing this belt along to, like, somehow, some way we'll get it on Willie Hobbs. From from here, we'll somehow get it on Willie Hobbs. That's That's my goal. That should be your fucking um, champion, bro. What they should do is have when, well, we'll get to MJF later, but uh, they should have, uh, because spoiler alert, I think MJF is going to retain. 
they should have um whenever you know Wardlow have a bunch of matches <clears throat> but they should revisit that shit with him and mjf because they just kind of like they just he they blew it off and that was it like he powerbombed him 18 times took the title and that was it like and then all this stupid drama with the mj the yeah. mjf beef kind of overshadowed yeah. exactly too you know what i mean so he should definitely they should revisit that and then that way you get wardlow elevated into your world title picture where he belongs and you can transfer that belt to your other people so yeah and then yeah, um next the match i'm most looking forward to I think is actually going to be match of the night. Something I'm looking forward to them entrances. Something we on this show have preached we've wanted to see. And it didn't take them long. Even though the group that's challenging, we thought both I think I think we both agreed on this. I know I said at least should have been the first ones. But the AEW World Trios champions, the elite, are defending against the House of Black. Storyline was not bad for this. It did kind of come out of left field in a way, but I'm not mad because I've wanted to see this for a minute. But um, this might come off as a wild card pick, but I think House of Black takes them. I'm going with them also. <laughs> I think House of Black takes this. I think this is match of the night. Like you said, the entrances are going to be insane. I think the match is going to be insane. Um, we might, I don't think we have yet because I know Kenny was having some visa issues, but Malachi Black just one of my favorites of the past few years. Excited to maybe see a potential stare down between him and Kenny um, in the ring, like during the match. I think that'd Oof. be a dope spot. Um, just, I hope this, the way this match starts off is, or even if it's not like just the six of them, just staring down. Yeah, I'm man. a sucker for the stare down. Honestly, I am. I'm a mark for it. Um, but yeah, dude, I think this is going to slap. Yeah, fuck a Malachi Black, bro. I want to see fucking Kenny Omega wrestling Buddy Matthews, bro. Uh, Buddy that, that, Matthews that, that, is fucking tremendous, dude. That is a tremendous wrestler, bro. His shit, he's like Pac. His shit is snappy as fuck. He's like snap, 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 snap. So him and Kenny together, that that will be phenomenal. I think that will be much better set of matches than him and Malachi Black. I'm sure him and Malachi will have good matches, but Malachi's more of the striking and shit. Mm -hmm. But it's more like the technical flippy type shit that Kenny likes to do. So I, I think they would be, I think they'd have, uh, watch. At some point in that match, the two of them are going to get a couple minutes to like go back. And oh, forth for and sure. It's going to, it's going to blow the fucking building off. Um, I'm going to go with House of Black too. I think it's, listen, what else can the elite do with these titles? Yeah. They had the best of seven series. They won them back. They're the first two time trios champions. Like, what else are you going to do, bro? Give them to the House of Black. Go back to your tag team shit. Let Kenny go back to singles. And let's go. The company actually needs Kenny to be back in the world title mix. Like, they really do. Yeah, like, Kenny and MJF, I'm here for it. Let's go. Let's here go. It. Here for it. Um, I'll be honest, because I'm not usually negative. This is one I'm not really looking forward to. I just got to keep it a buck. But I think it's still going to be a good match. I do. This is something I'm not looking forward to. But then when I watch it, I probably will enjoy it. The AEW World Tag Team Championship, the Guns, are defending against the Acclaimed. And then Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And then a team that will be determined tomorrow night on Dynamite. Mm. Which, who do you think that team's going to be? I'm hoping it's FTR. But I don't see how they're going to, like... 
why would how would they why would they do that on TV? I mean, I don't know. I, I would think I, I thought that the to be announced thing was gonna be like at the show. They were gonna kind of do like a surprise tag team. So we'll see. I'm hoping it's FTR and I'm hoping that FTR wins this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put here that I think FTR is gonna come back and win. Um, because this ass boy shit, like great for them. I'm I'm happy for these young guys that they got the titles, but them holding them titles don't even look right, bro. They don't even look right. Well, you can put me down for them retaining. Oh, shit. Okay. Because one thing I've noticed with AEW, unless it's been like punishments, which I'm a fan of, this isn't a gripe. They don't really have short title reigns. Yeah. And these dudes just won. And the way I look at it is this is March, double or nothing's in May. So maybe the whole thing. But I don't know. Something's just telling me the guns got this. Wow. Yeah, I think the guns retain. Just the heel aspect of it. Um, like I said, I'm not looking forward to it too much because, oh, man, I'm not the biggest fan of Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett together. Like, I'm just not. Um, yeah. Great heels. Definitely great heels. Not a fan of the guns either. Honestly, like I said, good for you. Dad's there. You won the titles. Like, for real, it's awesome. But this, uh, obviously, I love the acclaim. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Yeah, unless um, unless you know, Daddy Ass is gonna do some nefarious shit and go back with his sons and they retain. I could see something like that. They, and that, and that'd be awesome. That'd be a good way for them to retain, though. Them just retaining, retaining will still be all right, cool. But you know what I mean? Um, yeah, because I, yeah. I always find it's kind of fucking weird how your dad. Like, it's so weird. It's such a weird. It's just such a weird storyline. Like these guys, they they come up with their dad, and then their dad goes and runs off with this other tag team and leaves your fucking own kids. To you know what I'm saying? Like what a father. So weird. Then they're beating their dad's ass like last week, attacking him from behind and shit, and punching him in the head. It's like what the fuck? What, what is going on, bro? It's so weird. Yeah. And then um, next, a triple threat match. Oh which, my god. Uh, yep. I was oh waiting for Lou because I know this 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 one's gonna Lou. It's if I had to guess, so please correct me if I'm wrong. First off, the end of the match, Jamie Hader, which I think is retaining. You can put me down for retaining. Okay, Jamie Hader on. is defending against Soraya and Ruby, 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 so ho. Um, three phenomenal talent. <clears throat> this title cannot come off of Jamie yet. To be honest, it can't go on Soraya yet. If Ruby somehow won, I'd still be a little pissed because I really love Jamie. But it's like, all right, cool. Okay, cool. You got your run in a way. But to me, it's Jamie or nothing. But I'm picturing you watching this in the theater. And because I, I we, we get into wrestling, as everyone knows, like we be, we can yeah. be theatrical as we watch. I could picture you like, say, Soraya gets a close two count and Jamie kicks out or Ruby kicks out. And you're just like, woo, like relieved. Like I, I see you getting all very into this one. I'm going to tell you something right now. When I saw Ruby Soho come out, and I was like, oh, my God, they're making it a triple threat. No. When I saw Ruby, I was like, fuck. Soraya is going to pin Ruby and win the title and not pin the champion. And that's going to be their way of protecting Jamie while taking the fucking title off of her and putting it on the bigger name, Soraya. No. Absolutely not. If they do this, I'm gonna lose my fucking shit in that theater. I'm gonna be fucking 
really upset, <laughs> okay? Because in no way, shape, or form should you be taking this belt off of Jamie Hayter right now. Not when you got Mercedes Monet around the corner coming in here to, to possibly participate in another pay-per-view, bro. That pay-per-view. I would say that Forbidden Door is probably going to do a bigger gate than this pay-per-view if you have Mercedes on there. Oh, God, yes. And if you have fucking Osprey and fucking, you know, all the other guys, Shibata comes out because Shibata potentially, I think, potentially punk time. back. You might have punk someone involved in this shit. You got fucking Kenta. He's healthy. Dude, you cannot. <laughs> you can't do it. Don't. Please don't. I, 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 we're both pulling for Jamie. I'm trying to put all the positivity I can on her because she's just. This, just listen to the reactions when she comes out, man. Come yeah. on, bro. And I know Soraya's probably back there like, listen, we'll put the belt on me for a little bit. And was, no, bitch, no. Yeah, no. I could picture her. Or, I could picture her or others saying, "With Mercedes, yeah, potentially right, Tony, coming. put the belt on me for a little bit, huh, Tony? You, the jacket is that what you're yeah. doing? Like, you like my jacket, Tony? Nah, bro, we're not doing that, bro. <laughs> we're not doing that. That's got to be the clip. <laughs> <laughs> then, we're not doing this, bro. We're not. We're absolutely not. I'm not. I. I no. Just no. I, I don't want her. And I don't even have anything against Soraya because when she showed up, I popped. I was like, oh, yeah. shit, this is fucking pretty cool. But come on, man. You can't take the belt off of Jamie Hayter right now. That's just an example of I yet. have a shiny. That's an example of I have a shiny new toy and I want to play with it. Yeah, just not yet, bro. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Maybe Definitely later. In the future, just not now. Yeah. Maybe yeah. later. Like I wouldn't be opposed to like later, you know, fucking her and Britt Baker make some kind of thing where Britt turns on Jamie and yeah. then you put it on Soraya and then Britt can feud with Jamie for a while. Okay, but like later, not now. Yeah. Do that shit down the line. And then one thing that you and I, because you said it and I'll say mine, that is not going to happen right now is MJF losing his AEW World Heavyweight yeah. Championship against Brian Danielson in a 60-minute Ironman. I love this because we're probably going to see some really cool shit from the wrestling aspect, storyline aspect, all that shit, right? But then I sit here and think, fuck, an hour? And these shows are long as it is. I know. <laughs> Lou's got work like in this. the morning. That's why I like this card the way it is, man. Because even if they... Like, I know Jungle Boy and Christian Cage is being set up, you know, yeah. on, on, on Dynamite, but... That shit just might end up on the pre-show, which is kind of fucked up because, you know, you can't put any of these other matches on the pre-show. You just can't. You can't put no. any of the, you ain't putting Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho on a pre-show. Jericho is not you, doing a pre-show. You're, you're, Moxley's not going on a pre-show. No. And everything else is a title. So it's like, you know what I mean? Uh, you you, you kind of want Jade on your show, but honestly, she doesn't really have to be on the show. She's not. You know, he could be on the pre-show, honestly. I they haven't put, done. They haven't done a big build for her. But I wouldn't. I'm not a fan of putting your champions on the pre-show, though. No, like I agree. Just, but if you're gonna, if you have maybe the all Atlantic, maybe the all Atlantic. You know, he could be the the last nope. match on the on the pre-show, like the main event of the pre-show or whatever, to kind of sell the pay-per-view. Like, I, I, okay, but don't do that to Jake Cargo, bro. Don't 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 disrespect her like that, bro. If anything, they can probably squeeze her into the the pay-per-view. But then again. It's like you're squeezing her in. Yeah. And you shouldn't be doing that. You should be giving her a proper build. But anyway, we weren't even talking about that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I feel he's going to retain. And I just, the, the six, I think he needs train, to. It's going to fly. Yeah. The, the 16 minutes are going to fly, bro. Because, you know, they know how to pace the match. Danielson's already a pro at this shit. MJF is phenomenal. Um, I'm just excited to see 60 minutes of like fucking wrestling, technical fucking wrestling, bro. That's what I want to see. That's just going to be dope. Yeah. Honestly, and overall, I'm just really excited for this show. Um, so as uh, you know, I'm leaving in a couple of days, but I get to yep. my destination um, before the show. Um, so yeah, yeah, literally call me Ruby. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I got to figure out you, you kind of know a lot more. So I got to do some digging on how to watch from there. I have to figure that out. I might have to fork up the money. Actually, dude. Um, well, I'm not going to say where you're going, but I think you have fight over there. I think you can get it on fight over there. I don't know. I might need some help. I might need you to do some help with me and research this. Yeah, because you can't you can't get it you can't get it on fight here, but you can there. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a weird thing they have set up or whatever. Yeah. So you might so I guess and then before we go, um I, as you know, are military for the fans who listen and the viewers. Um, so I will be gone for a few months. But have no fear. The podcast will still be here. I probably will not be around this upcoming week. Lou might do a solo show or someone himself. But with work and everything like that, we've already talked about it. Might come different days or different times sporadically. But it will still be happening. At least give myself a week or two. But uh, we will still be pushing out content. This is not the end. It is not the end. We will still be doing these. My goal is literally bye. To only miss this next week's show. And even then, I might be able to get it. But this upcoming right. next week's the goal, the only one to miss. Other things might pop up. I might have to miss from time to time. But the goal is still miss next week and then be back then. Yeah, uh-huh. this is Wrestling is Trash has been here before me. It'll be here after me. It's it's its own entity at yeah. this point. It's alive and, yes. and pushing forward. So every Tuesday, we are going to get the show out there. Hook and we hook. enjoy it. That's why we were talking That's offline. Why. We heavily enjoy this. To me, I'll tell you how it is. It's a de-stressor. You know yeah. what I mean? We all go through the life's bullshit. So as we've said on the show, we've all been watching wrestling for years. So to sit here and talk to literally one other person just for an yeah. hour and 15 minutes on wrestling, it's yep. like a highlight in a way. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, yeah. we bullshit. And it's like, we don't worry about anything else. Fuck that. As you know, we don't bring anything up crazy. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for listening. But back to it. I think it's going to be a great show, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, again, you know, I, I, I haven't I haven't I've yet to see a bad AEW pay-per-view. Yeah, exactly. So every time that I think that it's eh, it's probably not going to be great, it ends up being fucking yep. over exceeding the expectations. So, yeah, like I said, I looked at the card and I was like, I, I got to go. I have to. So sleep yeah. be damned. I'll get home take a nap i'll take a nap before the show and then go see the show come home sleep my four hours and go to work it's all good yep and then sleep all day monday you can skip rob i promise you won't miss anything yeah i'm not gonna miss anything <laughs> so you I'm gonna miss shit. shit well actually next week john cena but yeah uh yes i might have to watch that just so he can come out and but you already know he's either gonna start the show or end the show so you're good no he's gonna start it for sure yeah. yeah, he's gonna start that show in Boston. He's yeah, gonna start true. the show and he'll be doing his thing. He's going to sure. the motherland. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think that's gonna do it for us because our friend Lou here is a busy man. 
Uh, to quick plug, yes. he's going to be hopping on our show, Carl, Mr. DJ Carl Bird, who comes on here time to time, has his own show, Codex, uh, Codex Prime. Lou's going to be a special guest tonight. Um, yes. So he has that yes, here yes. in like the next 20 minutes or so. So before you go and listen to Lou and the boys on that, where can they find you? You already know Lou from the BX. Uh, you can go to the Everything Podcast on Instagram. From there, you hit the Drum IO link in my bio, and you find all the links to the delicious content. Everything from the Everything Podcast to Wrestling is Trash to the merch to just everything. I have a blog on WordPress. I, I got all kind of shit on there. Um, I'll be honest with you. I haven't put out a actual one of my podcasts in a couple weeks so i'm gonna knock one out on friday for you guys so i can get back on the ball because i've been busy with this show this this show right now for me is is everything so um but i will be pumping out an episode of everything that i was gonna say everything is trash we gotta <laughs> we gotta mix those shows in somehow one of these days that's a good idea uh but yeah everything podcast on instagram from there you'll find all the information you need to hit up your boy Luke from the bx Awesome. But most importantly, you know to follow me, follow the name on Twitter and Instagram, but follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash because of character restrictions. Wrestling B Trash. We pump out the episodes there. I We pump out the YouTube, the audio versions there from time to time. We tweet just about the live shows, but mostly to pump out content. Instagram at Wrestling is Trash. Lou, Lou runs that, posts some phenomenal clips from the episodes on there and so much more. But most importantly, follow us on YouTube at Wrestling Is Trash. Like, subscribe, share, comment, the please. whole nine. Please, please like please, I please. said, as I always say, it's kind of like my one thing. I always say how long we've been listening and talking. We've been gone for the past one hour, 17 minutes, and 37 seconds. Comment. Say what up. You ain't got to th give thoughts even if you don't want to. We want your thoughts. But if not, just say what up, boys. You know what I mean? Or let us know what day of the week your trash gets taken out. Right, yes. let us know. Let us know. Drop Get a involved. T in, drop a T in the comments for your trash yeah. boys. Yeah, drop a T sign. Bye to everyone. That's gonna do it for us. Enjoy the rest of your week of the wrestles. Dynamite tomorrow. Revolution Saturday. Oh. And I forgot Rampage Friday. Hope oh, you yeah. guys enjoy it because we'll be enjoying it. We bid you all a farewell. Happy wrestling. <laughs>